Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love, or my sort of new book, which is over at Wattpad, called The Chain, which I'm in the midst of a rewrite on. Hi. So, for those of you who have been listening for a while, you, you might have noticed that like for the last week or so, I've been in a very bad place. And, yeah, that's true. I, I suffer from depression, and that is not aided by other events in my life, which add stress on top of it. And so, yeah, I've not been in the best place lately. And that's actually kind of what I wanted to talk about today, is how to just kind of muscle through when depression hits. Because it's a thing that I've spent a lot of time learning how to do. So even if you don't suffer from depression and just have a hard time getting motivated, this episode should have something for you as well. Alrighty. So yeah. And before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please go and rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the greater the likelihood, you know, we'll get to meet each other and have a community and all that wonderful stuff. All right. Thank you very much for everybody who has done that. Okay. So yeah. So my depression is one where my brain just malfunctions and I'm not going to be talking about this in psychiatric terms. I'm going to be talking about it, how I feel and how I've learned to kind of cope with some of these things. And it happens so much, and it's been such a prevalent part of my life, that I have actually developed a distance between me and the sense of depression, in that I can tell whether or not I am sad, or I'm not feeling good, and when I'm just distanced from my emotions because my brain went wacky. And... This is something that I've found to be quite advantageous to me over the years, because being able to notice when your mind is just not letting you feel things helps you realize exactly what's going on so that you know when to turn your coping mechanisms and other things on. Now, none of the advice that I'm giving in this podcast is meant to take the place of professional help. One of the reasons why I have developed a lot of the techniques that I have is because, well, money has been tight for most of my life and, you know, I can't really afford to go to a psychiatrist and get medicine or therapy or any of those things. So, yay! So I've learned various tools and techniques that I can follow to make it all better for me. So one of the most important things that I have learned over the years for myself in dealing with this is to have something set up that 
I really enjoy doing. And I've talked about this in the past. It's one of the reasons why I do the podcast, because it's something that I really enjoy doing. And it's something that I can do even when I'm not feeling my best. The other really big advantage of it is even though I'm sitting here talking to a microphone in a room with a cat and a dog and no people, there's, I don't feel as alone when I podcast and I actually feel less alone podcasting than I do going out and like sitting at a cafe or at a bar with people that I don't know. And that's something weird about me, but it does help out with those emotions and anything that can help with that is important. Now, having a task that you can complete, whatever it is, um, sometimes it's cooking for me, but usually I make it the podcast just because it is something that I know I will be capable of doing no matter what. And that's really an important thing there. It needs to be something that you feel in flow with that you can just do. You can just switch on. You can get it done. And for me, at least, having that sense of accomplishment, having that sense of having finished something, having done something, really helps me to get through those times. Because one of the, at least when I'm in one of those funks, one of the most common experiences that I have is feeling like I just can't do anything and I can't do anything right. And the beautiful thing about a podcast or art, I, I, I very often draw or paint. That's another thing that I have found very, very helpful here is there's no wrong way to do it. This is one of the reasons why writing for me doesn't help during those periods because well, there's a wrong way to write. You can make really bad words. You can not string sentences together well. There are a lot of rules there that tend to impede that sense of accomplishment, which is the goal of the task at hand. This is also one of the reasons why I often don't like to play video games unless they're low stakes video games during that period of time. And by that, I mean like, my husband and I will often play a Civ game together and, you know, I'm just kind of playing and doing things and he's the one that kind of has a plan and a goal and a, you know, is trying to accomplish something. And so there really is no wrong way for me to play that kind of a game. At least that's something that I have learned over time. So that helps as well. All in all, the first thing that you need to do when you're trying to get out of some kind of a creative funk out of a depressive funk is find something that you can latch onto to start trying to pull yourself out. And, you know, so, to be quite honest, sometimes I'll just put on music and sing and I'm terrible at it. I am very bad at it. But when I'm home alone with just me, the dog and the cat, they don't care that I'm off key. They really don't. Um, that I often sing flat and I can just pour my heart and soul out and feel like I'm doing something in doing it because I'm able to connect to the emotion that is in the music, 
which is the very thing that I'm having problems doing in real life. And so I really advise you, if you haven't already, to try to find those things that you know that you can rely on, that you can do, that give you some kind of positive feedback, some kind of internal positive feedback that you can rely on, that they're not going to, they're not subjective. You know, like I said, unlike me with my writing, which is something that I absolutely love to do, when I can tell that my vocabulary is not very good, that my description is terrible, my dialogue is poor, I, I feel worse after a session of writing than I did when I started. So that's not a valid way for me to try to push forward in those states. And you need to figure this out for yourself. I, I do hope that you try the things that I've mentioned so far and that they work for you, but everyone's experiences are different. And so there's no guarantee that the things that I do to help me through will help you. The most important, most important thing in all of this is to set yourself up to feel hope to feel the possibility that things will get better. And, you know, when I have friends in town or what have you, hanging out with them is a huge boost because I feel those connections. I feel that anything is possible with these people around, and it really does help out a lot. Now, the biggest thing to try to avoid in these weird head spaces is stress. And unfortunately, life does not let us just kind of put up a flare and say, okay, life, today is a day where I cannot have stress because it will make things so much worse. Could you please oblige and not do anything or allow anything to happen that will cause me to feel stress? If it would let us do that, if it would work that way, oh man, everything would be so much better for all of us. But then we would definitely know that we live in the matrix because we could call down a custom program in time of need and run it and achieve the things that we're wanting to do. I mean, if that ever actually happened, I feel like I, it would be akin to Neo learning Kung Fu by having it downloaded directly to his brain. I wish things were that easy. I wish things were that simple, but they're really not. And that's why we have to find these things that can do it when life won't cooperate. Now, stress is problematic and learning how to cope with the stresses that come into your life is also problematic, <laughs> but it's something that you need to try to figure out what will help and what won't. And again, for the most part, that's going to be very reliant on you. Uh, you know, like I said, money has been very tight for us lately. And so that's been problematic. And that's some, something that we just can't control. It's a part of the roll of the dice of, you know, will it be a stressor today or not? I'm one of those people that gets really stressed when there's bad weather. 
just because I grew up around a lot of bad weather and unlike my compatriots who just got very blasé about it, um, I remember having to huddle in a ditch with a coat over my back in the middle of summer because the tornado was heading towards us and we lived in a trailer and that was the most safe place for us to be because we didn't have access to a basement or a shelter. And I remember the hail hitting my back and yeah, so I I have issues when it comes to bad weather and that's again, something you really can't control because again, we, we would know that we lived in the matrix if we could. And so last week for me was kind of a perfect storm where certain monetary issues popped up and we had bad weather on a couple occasions. Now we're okay Um, Our restaurant had some damage, not as much as some of the ones just further up the road from us. So that's, I don't want to say that's good, but you know, for us, that's all that that's better than it is for them. But having these instances, you know, insinuate themselves into life can really become a problem for us as we're trying to cope with some of the darker emotions that are operating within us. When those stressors rise up, when we feel like we're not capable of actually accomplishing anything or doing anything, and we just want to kind of circle the wagons and hunker down, the most important thing is to have those outlets that you can connect to. And it's one of the reasons why I am so happy for the relationship that I have with my husband, because we're, you know, we've known each other for so long. We've been together for so long. We're able to kind of help each other out. And we have those, that like second language inside joke thing that will just make the other smile, even when, you know, circumstances would make us not want to do that thing. Now, this is one of those places where I could recommend mindfulness meditation, which is something that I do to help with alleviate my own stress. It's also true that there is a fine line between stress and excitement. And if you can get well practiced in it, you can trade up (laughs) that that is possible. I have done it on several occasions. That's my cat. Say hi, Jinx. But it's not always the easiest thing to do. It, It really isn't. So, you know, learning your own coping mechanisms and trying to find out what they are and keeping them healthy, because for a long time in my 20s, my go-to coping mechanism was, uh, well, extremely unhealthy. And then later in my 30s, it turned into alcohol, and that's not good either. So don't let yourself fall into those traps because they are traps. They will not help you. And in the end, they will not actually make you feel better. That you will feel worse at the end of it. But whenever you get trapped inside that darkness, whether it is a darkness of your own making, whether it is a darkness of born from circumstance, or whether it is a darkness that enters your mind because your mind just can't see light anymore. Know that the light is out there. Know that there are people that care for you and that there are people that want to help you. 
know that you are not alone. The biggest lie that we tell ourselves is that we are alone. And I know sometimes that feeling, that sense of isolation and loneliness can be all pervasive and very convincing, but it is a lie. It is not true. There are people who care. You may not recognize it at the time. You may not see it until some brilliant and glorious moment of hindsight when you look back and go, oh, yeah, this person or that person or these people or those people were there for me in my time of need. But most of these feelings are a lie. And I'm not saying that from a psychological point of view. They are feelings. You're entitled to the feelings. Have the feelings that you're having. But most of our darker emotions, when we're having them, we need to recognize that they are only there to rob and steal and take from us the experiences we could be having. And there really is no good or easy or simple way to get through. And if you know someone who is struggling, whatever you do, don't just tell them to think happy thoughts. Don't just tell them to listen to happy music because you don't know what happy music sounds like to them. When I'm down, when I'm at my lowest, there are songs like Endless Rain by X Japan that I love to listen to because they help. They help so much. And if you listen to that song, you would probably think that it is a song that would make me feel worse, but it doesn't. There's something about Toshi's voice that picks me up. And that's true for a lot of songs by them. But don't judge someone who's in that place. You don't know how they got there and you don't know what it's going to take for them to get out. Just be a hand willing to lift them up. Just be a hand willing to take them and give them anything that they need. A shoulder to cry on. A voice of comfort. An ear just to listen. Because sometimes you just have to weather through the storm. Whether you want to or not, you just have to work your way through it. Setting up tasks for yourself that little tasks that you can do to help you through. That's the best piece of advice that I can give is try to find them. Try for whatever it is that you do for your work, for your day job, for whatever. Find those little jobs, those little things that you can do no matter how you feel and make yourself do them. Like I said, that's one of the reasons why this podcast is a daily podcast, because no matter how bad I feel, I have to do it. I, I have made a commitment and I do not break my commitments lightly. So I have to pull myself together. I have to stand up. I have to be able to plug in the microphone, put the headphones on and talk. 
It's one of the things that I'm doing right now. I mean, I'm feeling a lot better than I was, but I'm not 100% yet. And you'll get to 100%. But never play the rule. (laughs) I call it the rule game, where you say that this is how it is. I'm always, anytime you say always, just check that at the door. Because I'm not always sad. I'm not always in flow. I'm not always this, that, or anything else. None of us are. The only constant in this life is change. And one of the biggest traps that I know that I fall into, especially when things get rough, tough, or something else in between, I find myself thinking that this is how it's always going to be. And I start trying to cherry pick from my memories to show myself that that's the way it's always been. No. There's a bright day out there. We will get there. Keep your chin up. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something out of this episode. If you need to reach out to somebody, please do it. It really does help. If you haven't already, please rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out immensely. If you've got a buck that you can throw my way, in the show notes you'll find a link for both my Patreon and the community support page. The basic difference between the two is Patreon, the patrons get stuff occasionally. But, you know, a dollar may not seem like a lot, but it really does help out in the long run. It really, really does. So thank you to everybody who does that. If you don't feel like giving, that's fine. If you don't have the money to give, that's fine. Trust me. There are a lot of people that I want to be giving to their Patreons, and I just don't have the money to do it. But if you know somebody you think would like this podcast, please do share it with them. That helps out immensely. I am still thinking about whether or not I'm going to do that exclusive Star Trek podcast. I actually did some uh, album art for it today, and I picked out a name. Uh, I don't know. I think I might actually do it. So we shall see, shall, shall we? Until next time, you can hit me up on social media. I'm C.E. Dorset on Twitter and Instagram. Find links to everything they do over at Project Shadow. Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.